0: Welcome to the Art & Life Podcast, where we discuss art, life, and the philosophy behind both. I'm your host, Taylor Gallegos. Join me as I interview creatives of all kinds as we explore inspiration, process, and results of creative pursuits. My intention is for you, the listener, to get as much inspiration from this podcast as I do. Now let's dive into this concept we call creativity. Creativity. Albert Hubbard said, art is not a thing, it is a way. Today with me I have Sergio Gutierrez. He's an artist, a musician, a creative, and a good friend of mine. We met in 2014 at a Raw Artist Showcase and have been friends ever since. Sergio is a musician, a painter, and he blends the two in a really unique performance like no other that is taking him to amazing places around the world. In this episode, we talk about inspiration, the overlap of art and music, and artistic challenges. So without further ado, here's Sergio. Welcome to the Art and Life Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Gallegos. I am here today with my good friend, Sergio Gutierrez. He is an artist, a musician, A creative and a friend of mine, a friend in the world of art, Uh, Sergio. Thanks for being on the podcast with me.
1: Oh, Thanks so much for having me, man. I really appreciate it.
0: Uh, So let's start out. uh, Who are you? Where are you from? Where can people follow you?
1: So my name, like you said, is Sergio Gutierrez. Uh, I am from Albuquerque, New Mexico. I moved out to San Diego where I currently live. Uh, about 13 years ago and started playing I moved because I wanted to make a living playing music and I wasn't going to make it in New Mexico so moved to California in 07 and then picked up a paintbrush in 2011 and just been creating ever since and you can find me on Instagram sergio's art and music and then you can find my website my art website is sergio's com. And my music website is simply Sergio Gutierrez Hmm.
0: And you and I we met at a raw artist event in San Diego, California. Um probably like five, six, seven years ago, something like that. Two
1: thousand
0: fourteen. Two thousand fourteen. Nice. <laughs> Bam. Uh, yeah, and it was cool. It was it was neat how you and I I mean, there was a room full of artists, and you and I ended up sitting right next to each other, and we just like started talking and gabbing, and and we hit it off right away. Um, right. Yeah, it's cool. You've got you've got this great energy to you, um, and and I've seen you play music. I've seen you do live art. I've seen uh, you know you and I have gotten together and painted in the studio together. Um, you obviously have a good time.
1: You have to in life, man, you have to. (laughs) And uh, well, with that, man, I mean, you know, you say I have good energy. Well, you have good energy. We attract that. I mean, you know as well as I do that you attract what what you are, really. And and I just have to add, I think it's really, 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 really cool that, you know, being in this world as artists, as creatives, um, you and I just have the relationship that we do. Which is we we work together and we encourage each other, and we don't hesitate to call each other and let each other know about our victories and 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 it's not in a bragging way, you and I just both know that right off the bat, and I just think if everybody worked in that way, there's enough room for everybody, there's enough success for everybody and 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 I just really appreciate you and our relationship, and that like like I said, we can call each other. Uh, on the phone and, and say, Hey man, you know, I I'm doing this and I did that and I'm going to do this. And it's like, we root each other on, you know, it's awesome.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. And and I think that that's not always the case. And I definitely haven't always felt that just with artists in general. And I think a lot of it was inside of me at first, you know, Right. I, I didn't, really like yeah it felt like there was only so much art to be sold there's only like so many art sales that are going to happen so like I was competing with everybody else and I think a lot of artists feel that a lot of independent artists and probably like people in independent fields all over the place feel like there's only so much room and so much to eat so we're all competing with each other but it's really not the case, especially in this day and age where everything is connected and there's so many niches. Like everywhere you look, there's a new niche that you can be created. And in between the niches, there's another niche. Right. And uh, yeah, and that's that's been a really cool thing of of like you and I talking and conversing. And like you and I are both on the track of like we are going after success in these lives of creativity that we live. And it feels really good to like call you up and be like, dude, what are you working on? What is working for you? What, um, what are you reading right now? Who are you listening to? Like what, what types of artists are inspiring you right now?
1: Right. It's really cool. Yeah. Super cool, man. Uh, it just, it just, uh, you know, and going on the topic of, you know, we're reaching for success. I mean, success is different to, you know the individual i mean what is success to one person is not the success to another i mean you know i I personally want to do this and that well another person might be happy selling one painting a year or a month or a week or whatever that is right and it's it's all good
0: (laughs) yeah it definitely is all good and it's all it's all in the world of creativity and connection and like uh, exploration of, of concepts I mean really like artists in all backgrounds are philosophers you know thinking right. about the, the human existence and like we're all just experimenting and then reporting back through music through art through writing and so in that way we're all we're all like scientists going after the big picture uh, we're just doing it through color and sound.
1: Right. And I, and I think, and I think, um, you know, nobody wants to be forgotten. I've learned that. And, and I think a lot of us either consciously or subconsciously, you know, are doing what we're doing because we want to leave some sort of legacy and, you know, paintings can last for literally thousands of years, you know, a music, a piece of music can last for, you know, with technology now thousands of years. I mean, I think that's really cool.
0: So what what are, what are are some elements of the legacy that you want to leave?
1: Well, I just, I think when I'm working on a piece of music or performing live art or live music or painting a picture, it's, I know I'm leaving those legacies for when I'm gone, but I'm also like adding something beautiful to the world. Like we all are, right? I mean, the, the simple fact that you can have a blank canvas and by the end of the day, just have just this beautiful color that was never there in the world before. Right. Just that, that simple fact to me, just, it, it makes me excited. And that's, that's one of the main things I just think about when I'm creating a a piece of art. It's, it's funny. I don't really go, I don't really think beyond that, to be honest. I'm just like, ah, I'm, creating something and adding more color. Even if I'm just splashing black on a white canvas, it's like that's something that didn't exist before this moment. And I just think that's the coolest feeling.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, I mean, you moved away from, from your family, from where you grew up, like your whole life is this like of something that hasn't existed before and and i had that thought the other day that like my whole life like as an artist it's not a stable lifestyle like i don't i don't know who's going to pay my bills for me in in a year from now you know it's not a job like that where it's like well i'm going to make this much i'm going to do this you know it's it's not a stable thing so like really not only are we creating art that is that we're making up as we go along but we're really like creating these lives that we're making up as we go along one step at a time do you do you feel do you resonate with that do you feel that same thing yeah
1: yeah and the first thing that pops in my head is is you know there are some people out there who have jobs and they they know who they're gonna see they know what time they're gonna take a lunch they know how much they're gonna make uh, they know how long it's gonna take to work. Unless it's a car accident, then they know they're gonna be late, right? It's just all these, all these. Um, oh, what's the word I'm searching for? All these, it's certainties. All these certainties yep. throughout the day, and yes, our lives as artists can be for most. They are unstable. For some artists, they're stable as Heck, and they're, they're just making a pretty, pretty living. Um, but we need that uncertainty. And I think a lot of that uncertainty drives what we do, to be honest. I mean, if, if we were as certain as some people who had a nine to five desk job, I don't think our art would be as cool or we wouldn't be on fire to create it. Right. That's just a simple fact in my mind.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's definitely a connection with art and creativity and like excitement. Uh that and not that not that people with desk jobs aren't excited about what they do. In fact like a lot of them are. Um but then on the on the other side I think a lot of them aren't. And that's part of like what what art does for the greater society is like it, it keeps it shows us that fire and it and it like we we are alive for everybody who has a desk job you know like this is like don't forget about this side of you that sort of
1: thing right right and and on the topic of music a lot of people ask you know how i started you know who inspired me and i'll tell you i thought it was the coolest thing my grandfather he's he's a guitar player now he never really did much with this um outside of just kind of playing in his living room but i found it to be so uh, just incredible how he can see a guitar leaning up a a sofa during, you know, maybe it's Christmas day and a guitar would just be sitting there. He'll pick it up, quickly tune it, start playing and people just gather. And then and then after each song, everybody claps. And then after he's, you know, maybe done playing a few songs, he'll get up, take a break, get something to eat, get a drink. And they'll just be interested in him and like, wow, and they'll be so enamored. And I like that, you know, and come to find out in my later years, I mean, you can go all around the world and everybody resonates with music in one way or another. And I think it works for, you know, artwork as well. Uh, Artwork makes you think and feel certain things, but sticking with the topic, uh, music topic, I just think they're... There's, there's really no job in the world to where, you know, you can be playing on stage and every three to four minutes people are clapping for you. I mean, <laughs> you know, assuming that you're a decent player, singer, you know, etc. Um, but it's really cool. People who are sitting at their desk jobs, they they do their jobs and they can do it very well, but they're not having a crowd around them clapping for when they send an email every five minutes.
0: Uh, Right. My, uh, I have, I have these conversations with my future father-in-law Mo and he, uh, he just like gets this look in his eye when he's talking about like the life that I get to live. And he's like, man, it's just so cool. Like you get to make things that like inspire people and, and people get to like enjoy and, and he does, uh, like, testing for instruments that work in cell phones. And he's like, you know, like, my my work is important for sure. But I don't get to, like, share it with people. I don't get to, like, have a crowd engagement at all. And he's like, you're just so lucky for that. I'm like, that's one thing I keep in mind a lot is, like, the blessing that it is to, like, be an artist because it's this like, communication with an audience.
1: Right. And and not just a particular audience, but any audience from any age, from any background, from any part of the world. I mean, that's what makes it so fascinating. It's just it's just endless.
0: Oh, yeah. And in this day of uh, connectedness through Instagram and YouTube and Facebook and everything like I'll bet I'll bet you have followers all over the world.
1: Right. Right. And that's that's amazing as well. I mean, I was just uh, messaging someone. The other day on Instagram, and I was hanging with my dad during Christmas, and and I just kind of just felt this just gratitude. I'm like, Dad, you know, as crazy as the internet is, it can it can be really beautiful. Now I'm I'm talking with somebody from Brazil who was just like, Hey, man, I'm a fan, and he was just being so kind to me, and it's just like that's super cool. I mean, in instant, right? You could just be like, Hey, what's up? I'm a fan love your work and it's just like hey man thank you so much i appreciate you and just that quick interaction from across the world (laughs) priceless
0: yeah totally um have you uh have you gotten to play with your grandpa did you have you played with your grandpa much did you play with your grandpa um
1: not not really again not really outside of you know family gatherings and stuff um and to be quite honest, it's it's quite difficult to play with him because he he never studied in any way, shape, or form music. He just knows songs and knows chords. Um, sometimes he won't even know what chord it is. So if, yeah. so if he's so if he's trying to teach me a song, I'm like, okay, like what chord is that? He's just like, I don't know, and he'll just like simply look down at his fingers and look back up at me. I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so so i I've played with them, yes, but um not like a an actual performance uh in front of a crowd, just just family gatherings, but it's beautiful either way,
0: totally, totally, um talk about a little bit like what were you like as a child?
1: What was I like as a child well i I love to just get into just get into things. I never was one to, uh, I played video games, I think like all kids, but I just always got up. I remember getting up from a certain amount of time from video games and just, you know, shooting some hoops outside. You know, I grew up in the desert, so it was always in the dirt and, and I just liked, I just liked movement and, and, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I, I just like to do things, man. I I don't know. That's how I was as a kid, and I just loved everybody. I really did. I I I loved school. I loved uh, you know. Some people have terrible uh, high school memories. I mean, dude, I can't remember one day in school that was ever bad. <laughs> so I just I just loved everybody, and and as a kid, I was I was friends. I didn't see, I didn't see color or the way they dressed or the way they spoke. I just saw a person and I saw the best in everybody. And I, and it just helped me as an adult, I still see the world that way. And, and if somebody does uh, harm to me, I know it's not them doing something to me personally, but they're in a world of hurt somehow, you know, in order to do, do an act uh, towards a certain person. It's like, i I don't ever take things personally, even to this day, and and it's helped, man. It's it's uh it's been a a good world, because I see it that way. I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, you and I are very similar in those ways. I I guess I I would answer a lot of that the same way. Um. Yeah. Hurt. Hurt people. Hurt people.
1: Yeah. Exactly. And and you know when you're the one kind of taking that the the negativity and the heat i mean you know then you got to turn turn your compassion lamp on you know and be like no dude i love you like it's all good
0: yeah um that's beautiful now <clears throat> if you uh could go back and tell your younger self something give yourself advice at some point in your life what would you what would you say to yourself
1: hmm never doubt yourself and always keep learning.
0: <laughs>
1: I like that. That's it. I think those two things have just, uh, and I never, I haven't always thought that way um, because I don't think children get taught, like, don't doubt yourself and always keep learning. Children are taught. Yeah. Go to school, go to college and get a job. Like where is, where's the keep learning aspect of it? I mean, I, it's you got to keep learning man got to keep growing and and without having doubt and doubt is really fear right right
0: right um all right let's uh let's get to this topic i'd love you to go off on a little bit um and that is the overlap of art and music now in my artistic career i've always listened to music when i create and i have done countless portraits of musicians and I've idolized them in so many ways. Like we all do. And, and I just love the way that like, I mean, music is art is music and, uh, the way that it interchanges. So, and you, you're, you're in both worlds. So <laughs> could you talk a little bit about, about that?
1: Um, yes. Yeah, so what specifically, I mean, I can go on any tangent.
0: <laughs> um, where does one start and the other stop or or anything i i guess just just dive in
1: well i mean i i i actually did a post the other day and you know when you walk around this world and you're an artist you're just always an artist like 24 7 that's just a simple fact but when i'm on stage i'm not thinking about art really right or when i'm in my gallery i'm not thinking about performing you know my guitar on stage in front of a crowd i mean I like to think of, like, where does one end and one start? I just really put focus. When I'm in the gallery, I am an artist. When I'm on stage, you know, I'm, I'm a rock star. I, I go the extreme. And when I'm in the gym, you know, because I've done, like, body competitions and stuff. Like, when I'm in the gym, I'm a bodybuilder. Like, am I a bodybuilder competitively? No. Am I the greatest guitar player that ever lived? No. Am I the greatest artist? No. But – I am those things, and I do my best, absolute best, and focus when I'm in that space. And I think for the art and the music, I love that relationship in my own life because when I'm a, when a person is on stage, there's a lot of a lot of energy, a lot of commotion. You're entertaining, you're you're laughing with the crowd. You know, you're playing that loud guitar solo. But when you're painting, it's the opposite, but it's still, you're still in creation mode. And, and that, that allows me in my life to kind of have that, as cheesy as it sounds, that balance. Yeah. And, uh, and that's, that's just it. And now I have this show where I do both in one show and it's, it's taking me. A lot of really cool places and and it's just fun to you know start out the show where I play live acoustic music and I sing and people are like oh that's cool I've seen a you know a guitar player or singer do its thing and I've seen somebody paint live whether it was you know at a charity event or someone they saw on tv but they've never really seen one man do both and that's just been really fun for me and and uh sky's the limit with that having a really a lot of fun.
0: So so you start out playing music acoustically, playing the guitar, and then and you've got a canvas there on an easel Yeah, I've got
1: a blank canvas and a lot of times I'll have other pieces of artwork um littered on the stage just so people can kind of be curious and see past paintings. And a lot of them don't assume that I did those, right? They just say, Oh okay, it's, it's the color of the stage a little bit. But um yeah, I'll have a blank canvas, and if we can think about it, let's just say it's a two-hour show, I'll basically play and perform for 30 minutes, and instead of taking a break like most musicians and bands, I will transition, I'll put down the guitar, I'll pick up a paintbrush, and if I'm painting, let's just say, Jimi Hendrix, I'll throw in a Jimi Hendrix playlist so that while I'm painting Jimi Hendrix and he's becoming noticeable – you know, Hendrix is playing in the background. It's kind of a cool deal. So 30 minutes of live music, 30 minutes of painting, just to kind of get Jimmy's face recognizable. And then I'll transition back to live music, maybe play another 45 minutes. And then the last 15, I'll finish Jimmy's face. And then I'll just basically do like a colorful background again to a playlist of Jimi Hendrix. And now people got live Uh, entertainment as far as music and you know the splashing of the paint and one man did it all in two hours it's it's pretty cool
0: that's really cool and people are stoked
1: yeah yeah and it's and and i'm really happy to throw out there it this is not bragging at all but i'm just so excited that this type of show raised thirty-eight thousand dollars with one painting and one song i played I played John Lennon's Imagine, this was January, I'm sorry, February 22nd, 2019, at an extreme leadership conference in La Jolla, California. Um, I played John Lennon's Imagine, then painted John Lennon immediately after, and it went up for auction and sold for $38,000 and gave 100% of the proceeds to a baby boy who was sick, so. Wow. Yeah, it's
0: Yeah. So so and you you have gotten to go to Italy to perform this recently, correct? Correct.
1: Yeah, in October I performed it um at a wedding. And that's the cool thing about the show. It it uh it can span uh, a lot of different events and uh you know, charity events, uh weddings, you know, f- for example, for a wedding I can do like the cocktail hour, you know, play some light music. And maybe sing a couple of soft songs with the guitar, and then while people are eating dinner, I do live painting so it works really really well for for weddings and and just going back to raising money for for this little boy i mean i I think art um can be important in that way is like you can not only change lives and change people's you know moods and whatnot, but you can really um you can really save lives. Uh, with with art I mean it's incredible
0: that is incredible that's awesome (laughs) it's so it's so cool that that happened that you did that that the way that it worked out and um, I mean how did that feel when that happened
1: Uh, I actually found out on my gallery opening the very next day um, it we are literally maybe an hour into the opening and there's quite a quite a few people in the gallery buying my art and, you know, it was just a lot of really great energy. I was so excited and scared all, all at the same time. And some woman just walked up to me and whispered in my ear, she says, Hey, that painting you did yesterday at the, uh, at the conference. Uh, I just, I just really happy to say that it raised $38,000 for baby Jack. And dude, I teared up i teared up and i stood on the table i had a table that had like t-shirts and prints for sale i don't know it was just my inclination i just hopped on that table i probably stepped on a couple of things and i just i just kind of announced it it, with tears in my eyes and people were like whoa i mean it was really a great moment super super awesome moment (laughs)
0: That's really cool. That's definitely a highlight right
1: there. Nice work. Thanks, man. Well, I'm proud of you. All the things you're doing, man, All your murals. I mean, enough about me for a few. I mean, I'm so proud of you, man. I mean, you're (laughs) you're killing it. And and I think that's what we can take away from each other. Like, you know, I'm not a muralist. um, However, I got a job in February to do a mural and live live music, which that's a whole different level. You know, and I think it wasn't if, if I wasn't following you so closely, I think I'd be I'd maybe even turn the mural down because I would just well, I'm not a muralist, but you and I did one together and we had such a blast and I actually learned a lot from you just with that simple mural that we did. So so I'm I'm nice. I'm proud of you and I'm just grateful for you, man.
0: <laughs> Same to you. Very, very grateful that we met it's, it's been really cool and it's so it, it's just awesome to see the the track that both of us are on and you know like we're really I feel like we're just scratching the surface you know like and that's one of the coolest things about the world of art is that you can do it for so long like there is there is no retirement because you don't want to retire from making the things that you love to make you know yep. Um, yeah, they might change shape. Like I'm not going to do murals for my, like when I'm 90, but, um, but it's just so cool because it's like, it's a lifelong practice. Right. Um, uh, one thing I really love and what I'm, what I'm experimenting with in my art on canvas these days is the concept of flow state and, um, you know that is the idea that that is the state that we get into. It's the zone you know after yep. talk about it. It's when you don't uh, think about stuff, you just are and like it almost feels like time acts differently um, yep. and I mean you're you're in performance art like you you feel I'm, I know that you feel this at times like what's that what's that like for you
1: yeah i I think uh, on that topic of flow state, I've been experimenting with it for the past uh year or so uh just being in my gallery uh a lot of times I'll be there after hours it it's not uncommon for me to be there at midnight uh being in flow with the painting and I think for me I always throw on a certain type of music which for, um there's this Wayne Dyer this YouTube video and it's I just simply type in Wayne Dyer I am and it basically has like the god note playing through for three hours and it's just like this this beautiful hum just of basically one or two notes kind of you know just waving back and forth with each other dancing and and so i listen to that and smell is big for me i think well for everybody but i like a particular type of incense and i'm not a really i'm not a huge like incense guy i'm not i don't really have them in my home or anything but just in the gallery i like this particular incense and listen to this particular song, and right away, you know, it just tells my brain, okay, we're about to go in this mother- blow state, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and and it just, and it's almost like a trained dog, it really is. It's just like, okay, you know, do this trick, and you'll get this treat. And it's like, you know, throw that incense on, the music, and a paintbrush in my hand, and boom, I quickly fall into that state.
0: And, and then uh, talk about what it feels like to be in that state what what is your experience
1: like um it's it's interesting because when you're not in that state but you're doing let's just say painting um you don't really appreciate each stroke you're just kind of like getting through it you know and it's almost like you know if you're eating a meal if you're just like starving and you have this amazing filet mignon, you're gonna cut that sucker up and just shove it in your face whereas you know it's if someone you cared about cooked it for you like your mom and it it was in the right space, you, you would, you would taste things more. And same thing with the, with painting. When person, when I'm in that flow state, I, I, I look at the relationship between the water and the acrylic paint and how it glides on top of the canvas and certain thicknesses and, and, uh, certain just minute lines within each stroke. And you just, it's almost like, a, how do you call it? Like micro, uh, you, you just see every little bit. I mean, for me, and it's just, uh, it's, it feels good to be, to be present.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. That's, I'd say that that's the thing. It almost, the way that you can like zoom in a microscope, um, I feel like it sort of, it does that to reality like you zoom in more, you're more focused on that one thing and everything else sort of fades away a little bit more.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. And, um, it kind of feels to me like time slows down. Um, or it almost, it almost just like evaporates. And all that is is like right here, right now with like, yeah, like that brush stroke or dipping the brush in the water and then like mixing the paint and if you have some colors of paint mixing them together like everything just like is so much more
1: right yeah no i totally agree and and i think there are just too many moments in our life when we're not present and i just uh so grateful that the art that we do um can can bring us bring us back bring us back to look look this moment counts and no other moment does like it's right here right now
0: yeah picasso has a quote that says art something like this it's like art uh wipes away the dust that accumulates from everyday life
1: wow i like that
0: and right it's like life just creates dust and we go through it and we have to do these like daily chores and to-do lists and get through this and that and and art is it just like cleans everything away
1: right right well and and what I always think about when when I think about being in the present is it just reminds me like it's one of my biggest pet peeves of other people when they say and, and they don't mean it's their intent isn't bad but they're like Oh, I can't wait till the weekend to do this, or I can't wait till next month to do that. It's like, no, you can. Because if you're always just, I can't wait for the, for, you know, next week, next month, next year, it's like they're the same people that say, oh my God, this year flew by, or this decade flew by. It's like, well, yeah, because you, you were always, you're pushing the fast forward button. Right. You know what I mean? So if you're, if you're just present and you're like, it's okay to like, look forward to it but to like be anxious and not to appreciate today and and each little step it's like you're fast forwarding life dude
0: and when you look around when you appreciate the moment that you're in like there's beauty everywhere and I feel like that's one thing that uh, I feel like I we are very blessed as artists to be is like, we almost have like free license to look at the world in a beautiful way. Whereas I think other people maybe don't let themselves do that. Like, like, like right now in this office that I'm in, in my office, it's like light is reflecting off of the printer in a really cool way. And that's a beautiful thing. And I'm appreciating that. Um, And when we let ourselves just like indulge in the beauty of what is, uh, like you can find beauty in everything, like you can find like a satisfaction in washing the dishes.
1: Oh, dude, a know? thousand or, percent, or you can just rush through them. Yep, absolutely. And I've been practicing because a lot of times, too, I'll, I'll um, be rushing to do something so I can go to the gallery and create, or I can go to the show. Um, but You know, and and I'm I'm a Catholic man, but I'm very open to other philosophies, very open. And I I was studying Zen one day and they basically said, um, you know, whatever you're doing, just do it with intention. And as simple as that sounds, like now washing dishes, you're just like, wow, I'm grateful for this warm water, for this clean soap. Like some people are washing their, let's say, washing their clothes in a dirty river. Some people don't have a clean fork, right? It's like, So it's not just washing dishes. It's you're thinking about things greater than that.
0: Yeah. And uh, I mean, what you're talking about right there is like, is gratitude and gratitude is something that is like, that's another thing that clears away the dust of everyday life. Yes, Like we can all get so caught up in the bullshit of this and that every day, whatever. And like, what's going to be on TV later and, and whatever. And we forget like how amazingly lucky we are to be alive right here, right now in this time period. And yeah, life is hard and life is crazy. And we go through all these things, but like try living in the middle ages Dude. Or in like the, you know, down and out places in the third world where you have zero opportunity. Like people, so many people who have lived on this planet or are living on this planet would kill to have your problems.
1: Yep. hundred um, percent.
0: Why don't, uh, all right, I got a quote for you. I want, I'd like your, uh, your response on that. Okay. So this is a quote by Albert Hubbard. He was a uh, writer artist um, from Illinois in the beginning of the last century. The quote is art is not a thing. It is a way.
1: Wait, sorry, you, you cut out there for a second. Say it again.
0: Okay, it's art is not a thing, it's a way.
1: It's a way. And you just want a simple response to that?
0: Yeah, give me what you, give me. What comes up for you. Uh,
1: art is not a thing, it's a way. Like, is he talking about a way of life?
0: Yeah, I would say so.
1: Hmm. Art is a thing, not a way.
0: No, the opposite. Oh wait. Art is Our, not a art thing. Is not it, a is thing. A
1: it is a way. Yeah. Um I I just think the first thing that comes to mind because this is what's always in my head constantly is just um just getting up and doing. I think a lot of people um they'll think of the thing, but they won't do the thing. And I, and I don't know if that's what he means, but A lot of people will desire something or or um, just think of an idea that they would like to elaborate on, but they don't they don't do the steps to do the thing. Right. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So so that's that's just what I get out of that. And again, that's just what's always in my head is just like, just uh, just do it. I mean, that's why it's so hard to be back home in New Mexico, because nobody does the thing everybody wants this everybody wants to go to heaven but nobody wants to die
0: mm. definitely no. um yeah all right all right uh let's see i got i got some other things here's some other little uh ideas here why don't you uh talk for a minute about the challenges that you run into in the world of music or in the world of
1: art Ooh, the challenges. This one's juicy because there's so many wonderful challenges um, to learn from. I mean, I think the first thing that comes to mind is when when I started painting in 2000, at the end of 2010, beginning of 2011, um, you know, we artists are just naturally, when we play a song or show people a painting, we, we're making ourselves vulnerable. I mean, big time. And the Absolutely. the first challenge I ran into is just saying, okay, here's my first painting. People don't know that I did this painting because I didn't... I never ever um, announce what I'm going to do. I let the doing speak and the end product speak. So when I first... Uh, Posted my uh, painting on um, not Instagram, uh, Facebook. Man, I had a lot of people say, "Wow, I didn't know you painted. That's that's great." But I had this one person that just wrecked me, as far as like just saying really nasty things on how you know my painting was shit, and I'll never do anything with it, and all you know her hair looks like whatever. You know, I I mean, just like just picking the painting apart and being new to the art world. I I knew I was going to get that heat like artists do. Not everybody's going to like your work. But it it, kind of hurt because, you know, you just kind of naturally think like, well, what are you doing, dude? You know, like, what what are you doing in this world? I, I mean, and come to find out, not that it matters, but. He this this particular person is not doing anything with their lives, and that's just the challenge. Um, people not liking your work, but you know, I I've come to to use that as fuel. And again, I think as long as all artists have in mind that you no, know, not everybody's gonna like your work, and that's okay. But it doesn't that they don't matter. The people who matter are the people who are gonna appreciate it and purchase the art and enjoy it. Right, so, so that that's one challenge among many. I um, maybe on the music side of things. Oh my gosh, so many, man! <laughs> I don't know where to start. Where should I start, Taylor?
0: I don't know. Whatever comes to mind first. First thought, best thought. That's one thing my mom always. Ooh,
1: says. I like that. See yeah right on. I like that thank Thank <laughs> you for the first thought, best thought. Um, I just think the well, and this kind of this goes into the being an artist, painter as well is um just the uncertainty, man. I mean, the most challenging thing is to see firsthand um, people who are famous who are now playing dive bars making 100 bucks a gig. Um, that, that kind of freaks me out in a way, um, not too much. Cause I, I, I just, I think I possess a lot of drive and I never going to stop, but that's scary. That's a, that's just challenging in the fact that that's a possibility for a lot of musicians. They can hit a high point and then they still love to do the thing, but they're not, I, I don't, Truly think they're 100% in love with playing a smelly dive bar for 100 bucks after they were playing Madison Square Garden, and that's a challenge. It's just no. uh, the the massive uncertainty of and, and the fluctuation. Um, because I think with art, it's kind of different. I mean, with art, I think you just tend to to rise, and then maybe you might hit a plateau, but you're still up there. I don't think an artist really ever falls. Now, a live performing uh, musician, it it can fluctuate from zero to a thousand, then go down to one hundred then go back up to three hundred, then go down to zero, then go back up to a thousand. I mean, it's it's kind of crazy the way it works from what I've seen. So that's that's the first uh, first thing that comes to mind.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The. Uh the uncertainty of the future and what's going to happen. Definitely. Yeah. Um, Talk a little bit. I would, I would say that observing you from, you know, a distance that I see that you are obviously very inspired a lot. And uh, you know, whether it's like, like I watched you go through your workout phase, I know you're still working out, but like you, there, at one point you just like dove all in, you know, and you were going after it, and and then your paintings have been developing through time so beautifully, and your music has always been ripping, and um, you're obviously very high in that inspiration category. Like where where does that come from? What fuels you?
1: Um, I think two things fuel me. Um, first and foremost, I just naturally, I I just really appreciate. My family, particularly my parents and my brothers and and my future family that I'll someday have um, they they inspire me because I just want to I just want to provide for them because they gave me all this opportunity they bought me my first guitar, they never questioned when uh basically i started I really started art like in middle school because I used to give people the tribal tattoos. <laughs> remember remember the tribal Mm, stuff yeah yeah and and my mom didn't question me when i said hey mom i'm charging a couple bucks for these or like a dollar for these tribal tattoos on kids i can charge two dollars if i have nice pens and where i think the normal response would be like what the hell are you doing writing on kids like you're gonna what right my mom was just like let's go she picked up her purse and we got in the car and drove to the store so so with that, I think my my family, they they inspire me, but I think the potential is what inspires me. It's like we only have so much time on this earth. Like what is the best um, – it's a Jordan Peterson quote here I have in my office right here. It's – here you go. So it's at the end of his book, 12 Rules for Life, and, and check this out. He says – what shall I do today? The most good possible in the shortest period of time. What shall I do with my life? Aim for paradise and concentrate on today. What shall I do in the next dire moment? Focus my attention on the next right move. So, oh, yeah, boom. I mean, mic drop right there. So, um, so with that, yeah. I just think it's just the potential, you know. What, how, how much good can I do in the shortest amount of time that I'm alive? I mean, and that goes for what can I do financially, relationally, um, with my body, with my spirit, with my mind. I mean, it, nobody's ever found a cap to human potential, and that is huge. That is huge, <laughs> and that's what also drives my, uh, my life.
0: Yeah, that's that's great yep <laughs> yep words to live by right there
1: yeah man um what uh
0: what does your life look like 10 years from now
1: well i have it written down um not that money is everything but at 42 years old i want to be i want to make uh my first multi-million and and uh with that, I actually want to share this tidbit of information. I read this book called Atomic Habits, and it's by James, James Clear. And he says, don't focus on the goal. Focus on the system. Like basically the, the ways – like improve your system and ignore your goals because systems help us make that progress because oftentimes when people reach a goal like oh shit that's that's it okay well uh okay (laughs) let me make another goal right but if you just focus on some process and doing a ritual each day you're gonna get to where you want to go so anyway 10 years from now i want to make millions to help millions in whatever way that is and i I will probably have kids and be way more well-traveled and I will be uh, painting some cool stuff with my boy Taylor.
0: Yeah <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, now this this is one that I like to ask. Um, what is your advice for young aspiring artists or young aspiring musicians, or both?
1: What is my advice to them? Yeah, uh, don't focus on the noise. Focus on on what's within because we have the answers. We just need to pause and forget about other people's paradigms and create our own success paradigm in whatever way you can so that you have the self-confidence to do what you need to do in life because it all stands with your image, how you view yourself and how is how confident you're going to be. So I think the number one thing just work on being confident and uh, work on creating a, a very strong positive paradigm for yourself, and you can achieve anything in life.
0: So if somebody's not confident in themselves and they're just starting out, let's say some kid is like 13 years old and he's not feeling confident, but he does like to be creative in whatever way. Um, what would you say are some steps that somebody can go about like, gaining confidence or building
1: confidence? Always show up. Always show okay. up. Because I'll tell you what, this this will this will speak to all ages. But when when you see, let's just say, when we we're in high school and we saw that kid, we all knew that one kid who wasn't very good looking, but he was he was funny and he always talked to the cute girls. You know, maybe he's a little chubby, you know, but he he always seemed confident. well, I'll tell you what he he's thinking the same things that we're thinking. he has his insecurities, you know, he knows he has a big pimple on his forehead um he He knows he's saying dumb shit, but you know what? he shows up, and with each showing up, he can work on not saying the dumb shit and not caring about a pimple because everybody else has pimples, and everybody else he's talking to is also insecure, like, oh my gosh, I hope he didn't find out about that thing I did last week, and oh, I mean, everybody's thinking the same shit, it's just, the ones who show up can work on those insecurities, and in turn, gain that confidence, show up, period.
0: Show up, love it, love it, um, You've got a really cool little highlight reel of some things that have happened recently. Um so there was uh the raising money for the kid and um talk talk a little bit about your highlights. You mentioned the the wedding in Italy. Um go in go into some, some cool
1: successes that you've had recently. Um well this year I am super stoked to uh create nine different paintings um for the guy who owns the biggest private Andy Warhol collection in the world.
0: Oh yeah. Dude,
1: I mean that and man, I don't think about that enough, you know. Um but that's it's it's pretty momentous, you know. It's it's huge. Yeah. I mean that's that's just one thing I'm super grateful for my buddy Jamie helped me with that gig and um and I actually this perfect tying into both the art and the music i actually did the last three it was um big portraits of uh who was it mick jagger a portrait of elton john and uh i can't think of the last one it's a female singer that i can't think right now but i presented those three paintings to him and his company at his twenty-six million dollar, nineteen thousand square foot mansion in Rancho Santa Fe, California, while I played and entertained the party. So that yeah. so that was a really cool success, and and people saying, "Oh yeah, that the guitar, the singer over there, uh, he's the one who did those paintings." And it, people just like, I just love seeing their jaws drop. Like, that's my favorite thing. <laughs> like in anything, right? I mean with you know, people you show people your art and they go, Oh, that's yours? Right? It's it that's the best thing. Yeah. So um that's one other highlight. Uh it well, and then of course opening up my first gallery in February twenty nineteen. That was super cool. Yeah. And, uh,
0: great little space.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it really is. It really is. And I just think, um, every day is a highlight in the gallery because for example, last night, uh, I had some ladies doing a gift exchange and we were all just having wine cause my gallery is on site at a winery and we were having some wine and, and there was a couple of people in the actual tasting room that I went in, I grabbed some wine and there's this little girl with her parents and I and right away, I just see the opportunity. I'm like, hey, I'm doing some painting in the gallery. Come check it out. And so I had her come in, and uh, she helped me with the seahorse painting that I did last night. I had her pour some paint and, on this corner and, and write her name here and do paint a little heart here. And it, the painting came out great, but she just lit up. And her mom thanked me and said, look, my daughter remembers – like really cool moments. I know she's, I think she was like nine years old. She says she remembers really cool moments. And as her mother, I can tell you, she is going to remember this night for the rest of her life.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so
0: I love that. I, I I love, you know, I do live art at different times and places also. And I love when kids are around because they get, like a whole different thing to kids than it is adult. yeah and then it's cool because it brings out the kid in adults, Right. but like kids are just like oh my god they're just like whoa like i you can do that. yes i
1: was just and, gonna say that
0: <laughs> and it's awesome to see that in their faces and be like yeah you know mix up a little color do you want to do you want to paint on it they're like oh my god what
1: Right. And, really cool. and the simple fact that it's kind of fun. Um, I I had those ladies in there doing their gift exchanges said, Sergio, are you going to do, are you going to paint for us so we can see what you're working on? Now I had left my paint brushes at home because I was doing a little bit of painting at home and I was like, sure, but I don't have any paint brushes. So this will be fun. So the whole painting, I did two last night, one of a really cool butterfly and then of a, a seahorse. But it was all pour. I just mixed paints and poured them, wow. and then all the black that I used was uh, I drizzled um, oil, black oil paint, and it's just like the the colors all dancing with, with the black oil and the you know the water acrylic. It was like oh man, these paintings came out super cool. And so that's what I would advise people too is, you know, even though you run to like imperfect situations. Use those to turn them into perfect situations. Like last night was perfect because I could have easily told those ladies, oh, you know what? I would, I don't have my paintbrushes, but I right away instantly, because I worked on this, you know, worked on my confidence as an artist by running into this kind of stuff and turning it into a positive. And I just was like, shit, this would be fun. And it, dude, it turned out great all because all because I didn't have my paintbrushes. it's beautiful
0: yeah, I, w- I would say that you uh, you've got this really great way of just rolling with the moment, and uh, I think that it, it comes from like an internal belief in your mind that like yes, this is possible right you know you, you just roll with it like like you uh, this is a fun little fact for the listening audience, but you sell your pants, your painting pants. (laughs) And, uh, you know, like you're constantly just like wiping your paint uh, brushes on your pants and then people talk to you about it and you're always like, yeah, they're for sale. (laughs) And then you sell your pants. Like, that's so legit.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, because I mean, really, you know, any way you look at it, there's a lot of really cool creations that came while wearing those pants and, and they look cool. Actually, I had uh, this uh, this very, very wealthy uh, businessman look at my pants and be like, wow, there's got to be a way where we can just like recreate those and sell them like this. is This could be a thing, you know, but then he kind of was like, ah, but everybody's kind of different sizes and it'll just be pretty damn difficult to to mimic, w- you know, what you have on your pants without an artist like actually wearing them and doing that. Right. But. Yeah, I figure, man. I mean, it's just another uh, – I learned in business that if somebody says points and says, I like that, and it's like, well, shit, it has some sort of value to them. How much value? Let's see. <laughs> you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, man. I love it.
1: So it's fun.
0: Um, yeah, it is fun. Now, <clears throat> is there any question that you would like to ask or anything that you would like to, to say at this point?
1: um not really man i mean i just i just feel like i always have good conversations uh with you and it's not really do i have anything to ask i mean i feel like i can sit here with you for the next thousand hours and we would just roll <laughs> you know so <laughs> yeah so i think yeah. i think i'm good
0: all right sweet well uh this is the point in the interview where i acknowledge my guest. um And so what I want to acknowledge you for Sergio is, uh, is your focus and your determination to create the life that you want to live and, and all the energy that you put behind it. You are one of those people that is all in with what you're doing, wherever you're at, whatever task you're on, like you're, you're all in and you're doing it with a smile and you're pumped up and, uh, and you just bring that, and then you share that with everybody around you too, and uh, it's it's very admirable.
1: Well, oh, cool, man. I appreciate that. Thank you. Well, and you know, likewise, bro. I mean, I appreciate all that you're doing, and and uh, and I appreciate that you take the time to be that artist that uh, you know has those moments where he can be present, even outside of doing artwork. I mean, I see, I see you have like meditation garden and you know that's awesome man I, I really look at it and that's something i need more in my life um so i commend you for that thanks thanks man yeah
0: man well cool uh yeah if there's nothing else i guess we'll sign off and go off into the world and keep keep creating cool
1: man well i just want to leave everybody with this uh 2020 is going to be great but it will only be great for you all if you just work on your self image, on your confidence and on reaching for your potential because you are endless. So, don't wait till January 1st. Don't wait till any day. Start right now with what you have. Go.
0: Yes. <laughs> That was beautiful. we're uh, we're signing off on that note. Sergio, great work, man. Thanks,
1: brother. I appreciate you, man. I'll catch you on the flip side. Sounds good. Cheers, Cheers. later.
0: So that was Sergio Gutierrez. Follow him on Instagram at Sergio's Art and Music and on Facebook at Sergio's Fine Art. My name is Taylor Gallegos. You can check out my work at Taylor Gallegos Art on Instagram. Look at my murals on TaylorGMurals.com or check out the live art that I do for weddings at LiveWeddingArt.com. Please reach out, let me know what you felt from this interview. If you have any questions, any comments, any critique, all of it's invited. Again, Albert Hubbard said, Art is not a thing, it is a way. And uh, this really resonates with me. I feel like art is, art is really a way of being. It's a way of thinking. It's a way of seeing. And the art that we create is really the byproduct of that mindset. Um, it's, it's the side end of, of looking in a certain way, of feeling the world in a certain way, and then expressing that art is the expression of the human existence so with that i say uh get out there and be creative in whatever way works for you cheers